Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. The walls of Jericho had fallen down flat, giving Israel their first great victory in their taking of the land that God had promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. To mark the sacredness of this initial victory, God had instructed the people that they were not to take any of the spoils for themselves. After the walls fell down flat, they took everything in Jericho that was made of gold, silver, brass, and iron, and they put it into the treasury of the Lord. The two spies went to Rahab's house and brought Rahab and her entire family out to the camp of Israel where they would all be safe. And then the armies of Israel burned the city of Jericho. And Joshua pronounced a curse. Cursed be the man before the Lord that riseth up and buildeth this city Jericho. He shall lay the foundation thereof in his firstborn, and in his youngest son shall he set up the gates of it. Israel continued to conquer the promised land with miraculous victories. Soon the time came for Joshua to divide the land among the twelve tribes. And as he did, the people moved to their appointed locations and began to build houses, work the land, and organize towns and cities. Except for in Jericho. Jericho had been cursed. The people knew they couldn't build there. All throughout the dark times of the judges, no one made any attempt to build anything in Jericho. Under Samuel, the people continued to honor the Lord's curse of Jericho. Under King Saul, the people still refused to rebuild Jericho. During the glorious reign of King David, Jericho still lay in ruins, as the Lord had instructed. Under King Solomon, when it seemed everything was being refreshed and renovated, nobody touched Jericho. About 500 years after Joshua, a man named Ahab became king of the northern kingdom of Israel. Under Ahab, the nation became more wicked than they had ever been before. And it was during Ahab's reign that a man from Bethel, in the northern kingdom of Israel, a man named Heel, heard about a large piece of undeveloped land near the border of the northern and southern kingdoms. The reports were too good to be true. They said that this place called Jericho had just sat there, undeveloped, for hundreds of years, that nobody had ever tried to do anything with it. Heel was an ambitious builder, and he couldn't imagine why nobody had ever built on this land. He traveled to Jericho to survey it for himself, and sure enough, this huge parcel of ground was just sitting there untouched. Heel began to research, and eventually he encountered a historian who informed him why nothing had ever been done with Jericho. The history books say that when the Jewish people first conquered this land 500 years ago, the leader of the expedition, a man named Joshua, pronounced a curse on the city. Here, read it for yourself. Heel read the book out loud. And Joshua adjured them at that time, saying, Cursed be the man before the Lord that riseth up and buildeth this city Jericho. He shall lay the foundation thereof in his firstborn, and in his youngest son shall he set up the gates of it. Heel laughed out loud in disbelief. Are you kidding me? That's why nobody has ever done anything with Jericho? That's crazy! Heel wasted no time. He left the historian's office and went directly to the land office and paid cash for the ruins of Jericho. The clerk said, Are, are you sure you want to do this, sir? Heel said, 
Don't be ridiculous. This is a steal. He left the land office and went straight to the building department to get permits. The clerk in the building department said, I'll, I'll approve it, but are you certain? Heel said, You too? I'm not going to let a bunch of superstitious ninnies keep me from building my city. Do you know how much revenue I'm going to generate? In just days, Heel had his crew down at Jericho, digging the foundation for the walls. He decided that when he finished the foundation, he would publicize it with a ribbon-cutting ceremony. It was a great day. Heel was so proud of himself. When the ceremony ended, a messenger approached Heel with an extremely grim look on his face. Sir, horrible news from home. Your oldest son, Abiram, has been discovered dead. Heel nearly collapsed. Abiram, his pride and joy. And on this, of all days, the next weeks were filled with grief and pain. Heel withdrew from life for a while. Eventually, he decided that he must persevere. So, he threw himself back into his work of building this city. He finished project after project ahead of schedule and under budget. His grief was being washed away by enthusiasm over his great progress. Finally, his contractor informed him, Heel, I think we're ready to open for business. They celebrated the setting up of the gates with a great ceremony. The crowd was huge as the city of Jericho was opening for business for the first time in 500 years. When the ceremony was over, Heel experienced a terrible flashback when a messenger approached him with the same grim look that had haunted him since the death of his firstborn. Sir, your youngest son, Segub, he's dead. Heel fell down flat with grief, and he was never the same again. It seemed that he had gained the whole world, but he had lost his own precious sons. Christian, God is not mocked. His word will stand. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.